For marketing agencies and social media managers looking to prove the value of their work, I've got something special for you. Agora Pulse is not only Social Media Examiner's tool of choice as an all-in-one social media management tool, it also allows you to track the traffic, conversion, and revenue from every social post, comment, and private message. Learn how to prove your social media ROI with a free training or a free trial by visiting agorapulse.com SME today. Again, agorapulse.com SME. Welcome to the Social Media Marketing Podcast, helping you navigate the social media jungle. And now, here's your host, Michael Stelzner. Hello, hello, hello. Thank you so much for joining me for the Social Media Marketing Podcast. I am your host, Michael Stelzner. This is the podcast for marketers and for business owners who want to know what the heck works with social media. And if you're listening to me right now while you're on a walk, while you're in your car, while you're in the gym, I just want to say thank you. You are joining more than 15,000 of your peers who listen to this show every single week. And I am so excited about that. I just want to say thank you. I'm also excited about today's show. Man, have we got an incredible show for you. Today, I'm going to be interviewing Jesse Stay, who is the author of many different books, but in particular, one called Google Plus Marketing for Dummies. And we're going to be talking about Google Plus. We're going to address some of the rumors, some of the misconceptions head on. And we're going to ask some hard-hitting questions about whether or not Google Plus is really worth it for marketers. You're going to want to for sure stick around with that uh, to hear that interview. In addition, I've got a really cool new tool that I've just recently discovered that I want to share with you. I'd like to reveal to you my latest discovery, which is something really cool. After untangling a school of anacondas, look what Michael Stelzner found. So recently I came across this cool tool called CRED, as in street cred, as in credibility, but it's spelled K-R-E-D. And if you go to cred.com, K-R-E-D.com, it's a really cool little tool that allows you to essentially rank your social influence. And it's not all unlike clout, except it provides you a lot of really interesting analysis immediately and for free of what's going on with your social network. So the way it works is you just go to cred.com and using your Twitter ID, you log in and I'm logged in right now. And I can see that uh, my influence is 846 out of 1000 and my outreach level is seven out of 12. Now I'm not completely sure what all that means, but you can click around and find out a lot more about what it means. I can see that the types of communities that I have influence in include social media, marketing, and bloggers in that particular order. I can see the people that are interacting with me the most, the people that are sharing my content the most, and just a ton of other really cool things. So I recommend you dig around at cred.com and see whether or not this is something that might be of useful value to you in your marketing initiatives. AI has been a massive disruptive force over the past year. That's why we're excited to announce our brand new show, Introducing AI Explored. It's a weekly show hosted by me, Michael Stelzner. If you want to understand how to put AI to work, this is the show for you. Each week, we'll dive deep into using AI to your advantage. We're talking the practical, tactical stuff that I know you're probably craving. Search for AI Explored on your favorite podcast app 
and happy listening. Now, what I'd like to do is transition over to today's special guest, Jesse Stay. Helping you simplify your social safari, here's this week's expert guide. I am so excited to be joined today by Jesse Stay, who has written a ton of books on Google Plus and Facebook. They include Google Plus for Dummies, Google Plus Marketing for Dummies, Facebook Application Development for Dummies, and I'm on Facebook Now What, which is coming out with its second edition real shortly. You want to definitely check that one out. Today, we're going to talk about Google+. We're going to talk about some of the rumors that are out there, some of the misconceptions, and why marketers should have a second look at Google+, as a marketing platform. Jesse, thank you so much for joining me today. Thanks for having me, Mike. I appreciate it. So, Jesse, I want to read some of the stats that I recently discovered. Uh, This first group of stats comes from the Google I.O. 2012 conference. There are 250 million Google Plus accounts, 150 million active users on Google Plus, and half of these people are signing on daily, according to Google themselves. Another statistic from socialstatistics.com says, and this one's quite interesting, 69.4% of Google Plus users are male. That's quite an interesting, if it's true, compared to alternatives like Pinterest. And then this last stat is from Google's blog. Most Google Plus users are on mobile, even more than desktop users. So I'm curious what your thoughts are on some of these stats. So um, those stats are 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 pretty accurate from uh, from my knowledge. Uh, but the thing is, you can't think of Google Plus like you do Facebook. Uh, uh, Facebook, to to me, in many ways, uh, is a destination uh, site. It's uh, uh, it's a uh, it's a platform that uh, that you go to. And most people and the stats that Facebook shares are around going to Facebook.com or to their mobile app to get the uh, uh, to get information from your close friends and family whereas uh, Google Plus um, uh, is it, it has a destination site at plus.google.com but it also um, has a it, it's also much more than just a destination it's 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 more focused on the platform and it's intended to be a, a layer on top of all of Google's products so when Google Plus is quoting those statistics they're talking about uh, users of Google Plus Plus across Google.com, across Gmail, across uh, uh, now even Google Docs, across uh, Google Calendar. Uh, I could go on and on. But every Google product is 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 working to integrate Google Plus into the entire Google experience. And that's a very powerful concept uh, uh, that, that you have to think of much differently than you do Facebook. Let's explore um, and, yeah, let's explore that. Let's explore that a little bit. So what I hear you saying, Jesse, is Google owns so many different properties that people use and integrate into their daily life. Things that people don't even think about, right? For example, YouTube and things like Google Maps, and I'm sure the list goes on and on and on. And people are using these properties on a regular basis. And, you know, Facebook is kind of a destination or a property like YouTube is, but Google transcends all that. And then, of course, you've got Android users. So what Google it seems has brilliantly done is figured out a way to connect all this together and yeah. somehow allow the user to, to, to have a unified experience. Would you say that's accurate? 
that that's very accurate. In fact, I I would put I would say Google Plus is the glue that connects all Google products together. I I heard a a uh, a good analogy that uh, uh, Google Plus is kind of like Google 2.0. It's the next revision of Google, and it's intended to be kind of the glue that connects all the different Google products together socially and brings uh, uh, profile data and social connections into all the different Google experiences. So, what does this mean for the marketer, in your opinion? <laughs> So from the marketer, you can't think of it as a traditional social network like you do Facebook. Uh, in fact, I would probably, if you do have to con- uh, compare anything uh, to any social network, I would actually con- compare it more to Twitter, which is a much more public and more more search-friendly platform. Uh, uh, but in, in reality, Google+, Plus, you have to think of in terms of Google. Uh, as a marketer, how do you want to improve your Google strategy? Uh, uh, where, how do you want to improve your search result, results in Google? Uh, how can you bring in social connections into your, your YouTube videos? How can you bring in uh, a CRM experience experience into uh, Gmail and into uh, Google Calendar through uh, Google Plus events? Uh, um, uh, How can you uh, uh, build connections through Google Hangouts, which has been added through uh, 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 Google Plus? And now you see Hangouts integrated into Gmail uh, and uh, uh, Google Chat. So you really have to think of it in terms of Previously, how were you using Google and how did Google benefit you as a marketer? Uh, for many of those, it will be search. Um, well, by ha- going to plus.google.com and establishing a presence there and starting to build relationships through there and getting endorsements on the content that you share through Google+, Plus, that in turn will increase your Google search ranking. Um, uh, from a CRM perspective, uh, uh, now in Gmail, if you have a Google Plus account, uh, all those contacts uh, that uh, that you communicate with uh, uh, in Gmail uh, will have on the right-hand column have a uh, link to the Google Plus profiles of those individuals. You can circle them. You can uh, uh, add them to your contacts, and now they're Google Plus Profile data gets added into your Google contacts. You can add notes about how you uh, uh, related to them. Uh, the list goes on and on. There's there's a, a million different ways as a marketer. As long as you previously had a Google strategy, now Google Plus will 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 only improve that. And uh, by by focusing on Google Plus, you'll be able to improve that Google strategy. So Jesse, let's address this. Google Plus is the glue that ties everything together for Google. There's been some rumors going going around. I don't know if they're substantiated or not, but basically that that Google Plus was no longer going to be investing. I mean, Google, the corporation, was no longer going to be investing in Google Plus. Have you heard these rumors? Is there any truth to them at all? So, so I'll be honest. I was a little concerned when I heard that uh, myself, uh, and I actually posted once on on Google Plus uh, that that it was concerning if that was true. But Google uh, Google has has proven those rumors wrong. Uh, they've, they've already released several new features. Uh, just recently, they released some new uh, capabilities for uh, notifications. And this is just on plus.google.com. It's not even on, on Google, the Google experience itself. Uh, we're now on, on plus.google.com. I can, uh, uh, I, I can, uh, I can now subscribe to uh, circles. So uh, one thing I've I, I've got a circle of my favorite brands, and uh, now I, I I I've turned on those I've turned on notifications for that circle. So now I get an email every time every one of those uh, my favorite brands posts, uh, and it, it serves as in many ways uh, uh, what what my RSS reader was doing previously. So it's like a monitoring thing. 
Yeah, it, it's a monitoring thing. It, it allows you to receive notifications uh, either via email or through uh, your Google Plus notifications uh, uh, when uh, when new people or brands or pages within those circles uh, post. Um, but on top of that, uh, just today, uh, uh, Google announced a much stronger integration into Google Apps where uh, um, now you'll be able to – previously you were able to um, – on, on in, within Google Apps, you could, you could utilize Google Plus inside Google Apps to uh, target just your domain uh, for, for Google Apps if you use Google Apps as a small business or as a, uh, even as a larger business. Um, uh, but now uh, uh, Google – uh, Google has added additional functionality where you can now restrict conversations so that if I target something towards just my domain and those people within my Google Apps uh, account or within my business, um, I, I can restrict them from being able to share that outside of the domain so it gives it even more privacy and it, it's even more friendly towards businesses. So Jesse, so, uh, what I hear you saying is they're developing, they're spending the money on the development, they keep coming out with new features, so these rumors are unsubstantiated. Is that what you're saying? That's what I'm saying. They're still growing, and they'll continue to grow. That's excellent. Um, this this next question is pretty interesting, and I know you saw a little bit of what's going to be related to this question because we're friends on Facebook. But I recently asked the following question on my personal profile on Facebook, on Twitter, and also on Social Media Examiner's page, which has a pretty large following. And it was a very simple question. I just simply asked, have you given up on Facebook, on Google Plus, I'm sorry. Have you given up on Google Plus? And I think you saw the response, Jesse, and it was it was very interesting. Frankly, most people, the overwhelming majority said they had given up on Google Plus. And these are mostly marketers, of course. But there was a, a small but highly vocal minority that said, hey, wait a second here. We're seeing amazing results with Google Plus. So... What do you say to people that have given up on Google Plus? I say give it another try, and you have to think of it differently than you do Facebook and other social networks. Uh, um, the uh, I'm one of those who who is seeing good results. Uh, my audience on Google Plus is just as big as my audience on Facebook. Now, some of that may be due to me having books on Google Plus and having an audience that uh, focuses on Google Plus. But at the same time, um, that's that's what I focused on. I've I figured out that the audience of Google Plus likes Google Plus. They like Google products. So uh, uh, so of course they're going to follow me and and they're going to pay more attention to what I do when I focus more on Google related products. Um, but uh, understanding your audience is one thing. Figuring out who your audience is. But at the same time, uh, it's much more than that. Uh, uh, you have to understand that. Uh, Using Google Plus and building that audience on Google Plus and understanding that audience on Google Plus will lend to you having a an edge in search. Uh, there's there's no easier way to get better ranking in search uh, uh, at the moment than building a Google Plus presence uh, um, uh, by getting more shares on your post, by getting more comments, by getting more plus ones. Uh, Google uh, Google is already showing that uh, that those posts from Google Plus and, and those links uh, that you're linking to on Google Plus when they have associated, um, they're called endorsements, uh, 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 which are the plus ones and comments and shares uh, with that, uh, that gives authority to the content that uh, that Google is indexing within uh, their Google.com search results. And, uh, and and it's a very simple way to get better rankings in, inside Google. And even if not, uh, Google.com itself is now 
pulling in posts from people's friends. So even if you're not on the general results, uh, amongst the uh, people's friends uh, that are within your audience, you are ranking high uh, within a very tight-knit uh, social audience. So uh, there's some great opportunities for you there, and you're missing out if you're not focusing on Google Plus from a search perspective, if, if anything. So, Jesse, what I hear you saying is that if you have a business, if you're listening to this podcast right now and you have a business that is content-based, meaning, for example, you have a blog or you're creating videos or you're creating content that you want people to consume, and you know that Google search is important for your business, then you absolutely need to take a second look at Google+. And that's not the only reason, of course, but that is one of the strong reasons. You know, you also said, Jesse, that it's different than Facebook. Can you just kind of give me a couple quick comparisons like, all right, Facebook is this way, Google Plus is this way. Kind of lay out for people why, what's different about it. Sure. Uh, just in response to your first uh, uh, yep. comment uh, real quick, uh, um, I would also add on top of a content-based business, you could also do this with a product-based business as well. If I used to, a, a long time ago, I used to work at backcountry.com, uh, which is an outdoor uh, retailer. And we had, uh, we were mostly online uh, and uh, focused very much on search and getting products uh, to rank well in search. And Google Plus could be used very, very easily to uh, to share the latest products that, uh, that, that uh, a business like that sells and get people's friends sharing that and having those appear in google.com search results because your friends are sharing the products that they like. So so uh, so any business that is interested in, in search is something that will benefit. Perfect. Uh, so so an answer to your your uh, how is how does it differ from Facebook or Twitter or other social networks? Uh, um, uh, the the main well there's there's a couple different levels. So so number 1 is you you have to take it um, that there's the plus.google.com element, which would compare to Facebook and Twitter, but then there's the overall platform side, which uh, is is actual what actually what Google Plus is, and that it's it, it's taking those elements from plus.google.com and integrating across the entire Google experience. So that in and of itself really differs from uh, Facebook and Twitter, and that uh, Google is really just socializing the entire Google experience, um, whereas Facebook and Twitter are just social networks. That's that's all they are. Um, at the same time, um, if you just compare plus.google.com to Google and, and uh, to Twitter and Facebook, uh, which which there will be strategies that you're going to need to apply because in order to get that benefit from the other Google products, say you're going to have to master the plus.google.com experience. Um, I would actually consider looking at Google Plus as a more of a competitor to Twitter than it is a competitor to Facebook. And if you're going to look at, uh, if you have to replace one or the other, which uh, I, I probably wouldn't recommend if you can afford it, uh, um, but if you have to pick one or the other, I would I would pick Google Plus over Twitter than I would uh, uh, um, replacing it with Facebook. And the reason for that is that. One of the biggest benefits of Twitter is is search. Um, it's a public social network. It, uh, the content you post on Twitter is easily accessible within Google search. If you search for Jesse on Google, uh, I, I'm like number four search result just because my Twitter uh, handle is Jesse on, right. on Twitter. So, um, but uh, uh, but Google Plus was made by Google and it was built for search. Um, and for that reason, uh, you're going to have a lot better results. Uh, Google Plus supports uh, the Plus 
google.com piece of Google Plus uh, supports uh, uh, hashtags, uh, and the the search experience within hashtags uh, is is even more rich. Plus, it's a slightly smaller audience, I think, uh, on plus.google.com than it is on twitter.com. So you can uh, hit trending terms a little easier on on Google Plus than you can on Twitter. Yeah, we were able to actually uh, experience that at one of our one of our conferences that you were part of. I uh, remember yes. you were giving a presentation. We were able to trend. <laughs> yes, which is kind of cool. So um, let me ask you this question, Jesse. Uh, I know that this is a challenge that's going through some of the minds of the people that are listening right now, which is how the heck do I manage yet another social network, especially when it seems like a lot of the tools that I use don't integrate into Google. And it seems like the API part of things hasn't maybe been fully opened up. Maybe I'm wrong. Um, What do you say to people that want some sort of a, you know, to use some of these management tools that they're already using to to try to at least get content out on Google Plus? Um, first of all, I'd, I'd suggest that uh, have just a little bit of patience on, on that. I think Google's gradually working that out. Uh, Google's trying to be very careful in uh, uh, in allowing spam uh, into their network. Uh, uh, they really want it to be a people-focused network and, and less brand-oriented. So if you're a brand, you, you really need to be focusing on the people within your brand and your customers more than you are the brand itself. Um, uh, but as a result of that, um, uh, the... Uh, they, Google doesn't want to uh, move too fast to where it, it becomes over heavily saturated with brands uh, uh, when when uh, the, they want the folks to be on people. So so they're not going to be releasing APIs really quickly, but I anticipate they will. Uh, so stay, stay tuned on that. Yet at the same time, there are some tools out there. Hootsuite, for instance, right now is open to to all now on Google Plus. From uh, uh, I don't use it very actively, but uh, so you can actually uh, use Hootsuite to manage um, like some of the conversation that's going on on Google Plus, or just to post. Yes. Really? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I like I said, I don't use Hootsuite at the moment, but the uh, last I read, they they had recently just opened up to all. So uh, I I may be wrong on exactly what you can do with it, but I know it's what I read said that it was open to all. <laughs> that's awesome. Okay, so. So, so the message that I hear you saying is this is the day is coming. Google is trying to prepare because what they don't want to do have happen is what's going on on Twitter right now, which is just these spam, crazy spam problems with people sending direct messages and, and, and junk. They want to try to keep it human. Yeah. And, and in the meantime, it's still important to build that audience. So, so try and just spend a little extra time and an effort to, it may be a little more effort now than you'd like to keep going, but to do it at least now, because the the sooner you can do it, and and it's I'd I'd argue it's all, it's already starting to to get close to too late to where you can take advantage of that early movers advantage, but uh, but 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 it's not too late. So so get in now and start working on it on your audience now, uh, so you can take advantage of that early movers advantage. And I predict uh, uh, the more people start to do this and see these benefits it, it's not going away uh, and it'll it, people are going to gradually realize this uh, whether I tell them or not uh, uh, but uh, I gra- start start getting in now uh, so you can take advantage of the early movers advantage and down the road um, 
I, I anticipate you'll start seeing more of the personalized audiences, the family and close friends starting to move into Google+. Plus. I, I can't say it will completely replace Facebook. I don't think it's 100% a competitor with Facebook. But I think within the experiences that are provided, uh, I know my entire family uses Gmail. Uh, uh, my, we, we use Google Groups. We use uh, uh, Google Calendar. So, so uh, these are products that families and friends are using. So as long as the Google Plus experience uh, permeates more and more into these experiences. You're going to see the closer relationships start to come into uh, uh, in, into the Google Plus uh, experience for your brand. So start now and get going on it because it, it's it's worth the investment. I think Jesse, how do people know whether or not the effort that they're doing is somehow leading to more improved search results? Is there, you know, like Twitter for example and Facebook? either support their own really great metrics or have tools that allow you to kind of grapple, you know, with this kind of stuff. Does Google Plus provide any kind of special stuff inside their analytics to help you ascertain what impact the Google Plus um, experience is having on your, your marketing and your search? Yeah, for search, definitely. Um, uh, Webmaster Tools now has some uh, elements integrated into uh, uh, of uh, uh, has some analytics in- integrated into Webmaster Tools, where you can track things like uh, um, uh, how your content uh, is being affected uh, within search results uh, as a result of people liking it. Uh, Oh, on cool. Google Plus, uh, so so look up Webmaster Tools uh, uh, if you haven't recently, and uh, and take a look at some of that content. I actually cover that in the uh, Google Plus Marketing. For is Demo, that so is that a Google product or what is that exactly? Webmaster um, Webmaster Tools. What is that? That it, that is a Google product used. Uh, it, it's intended for webmasters to be able to rank their content well inside uh, uh, inside Google.com, uh, and it gives you a lot of data on how Google is reading your data on the websites that you manage. Uh, how is it indexing that data? And Google has also added in social elements to that now, where you can now start to tell uh, how much are plus ones on your website leading towards uh, 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 rankings in Google and click throughs on 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 Google.com. Awesome. So so uh, so that. That's number one. Uh, Google Analytics also uh, has has some uh, social data uh, added to it as well. Where um, uh, I could go on and on. There's there's a whole lot of uh, information in there, but one of the most notable features is is uh, it will show you uh, the people talking about your website on uh, uh, on uh, Google Plus, and and I found that to be really valuable in in just being able to go through and see, okay, who, who recently has talked about my content or, or, or even your products or whatever uh, on your website and have linked to your website. And then you can go in and participate in those conversations straight from Google Analytics, which uh, can help build further relationships. Um, on top of that, they also have another product called Ripples. Uh, and on any post on, on uh, Google Plus that has a link, uh, you can, uh, you, there's a little down arrow drop down you can collect, uh, click that will uh, uh, give you an option to view ripples for that uh, post and that will show you uh, um, the uh, how that link that's being shared has been spread around uh, Google Plus uh, who's who's uh, shared it uh, what uh, it it, it sizes the circles based on uh, uh, based on the size of audience of the individuals that have shared that so you can kind of get an idea of how quickly it's spread. You can actually, there's a timeline where you can hit play and it'll show you how quickly it's spread uh, and, and uh, uh, shows the top influencers and other things. So, so that's another one I would look at. 
there's not a whole lot for Google Plus pages, though, in terms of telling how how uh, how well your uh, posts have done on uh, on Google Plus. Uh, yeah, we track that in the spreadsheet. Believe it or not, we're just kind of yeah. looking at our average um, likes and our I mean our average pluses and comments and and our also our, our fan growth. By the way, I just want to mention for folks that are listening, especially if, if you're out and about right now, uh, if you go to the show notes for today. Uh, we're going to have a link to an article that we wrote on Google Analytics and how to actually track all your social networks and also one on Ripples. So that'll be found at socialmediaexaminer.com slash six, which stands, you know, just just the number six, not spelled out. Jesse, I want to ask you uh, another question here about the wildfire acquisition. Um, wildfire, for folks that don't know, was... Um, predominantly my understanding at least big big facebook application developer and they were acquired uh if i'm not mistaken for 250 million dollars by google and um there's a lot of speculation as to what this might mean um for google plus in particular and the application development side of things i'm curious have you heard any rumors or have any uh you know as a developer yourself uh, any thoughts about what this might mean so, so I haven't I haven't heard any rumors, but uh, I can speculate. And uh, uh, just uh, knowing uh, this market, <laughs> um, uh, if you look at Omniture and some of the competitors out there uh, to uh, what Wildfire was doing, um, uh, I think this is a pure analytics play. Um, I heard uh, from uh, Josh James, who uh, uh, who founded Omniture, who, which is one of the bigger uh, enterprise uh, uh, analytics and now becoming social analytics uh, uh, platforms out there. Um, I, I, he he sold uh, Omniture to uh, Adobe, and he said that the reason he sold he had to sell to Adobe was because uh, Google was moving too fast in the analytics area. Uh, and if you look at Omniture now, uh, Omniture has recently acquired Context Optional, which uh, allows you to uh, publish uh, um, uh, allows you to publish to uh, uh, your various social platforms and uh, track track analytics around what you're publishing. It also has an app platform on creating apps and stuff like that. Um, and uh, and I I think that the acquisition of Wildfire and I and I wouldn't be surprised if you see other acquisitions in the future uh, uh, is is in response for to. Uh, gaining an edge in, in that market and, and being able to compete. I, I think it's an analytics play. Um, you don't think it's uh, an app development play on the Google Plus platform, huh? It could be, but uh, my own personal opinion, uh, uh, in terms of the clients that they gain from that, the uh, um, uh, the uh, uh, the the functionality that that gives them, uh, I I think they're they're looking to build out Google Analytics, but that's that's my own opinion. It's pure speculation. I haven't heard anything from the Google team or or anyone, but uh, uh, just just knowing as a potential customer of Wildfire and some of these other uh, platforms, say uh, that would be my anticipation. <laughs> gotcha, Jesse. Let's end with um, um, give me one of your um, newest tricks or discoveries on Google Plus that marketers could kind of go play with when they're done listening to this podcast that uh, maybe it's something you've recently come across or that um, maybe not a lot of marketers are familiar with that they can do with Google Plus. What what might be one actionable thing that people can go ahead and try out right away? So um, that's a tough question. I, I mean, the, the default answer I always give on that is Hangouts. Uh, that's nice and simple. Uh, get, get into 
get in, join Hangouts, create your own Hangouts, get to know other people on Google+. Plus. That's one of the best ways to meet people. But I think the answer I'm going to actually give you on top of that <laughs> is uh, go to uh, google.com slash plus slash business. Um, and there's a whole bunch of data there on things you can do for your business uh, there. Uh, a couple of the things on there are uh, Google Plus badges that you can put on your website uh, for your Google Plus page, uh, plus one buttons. Um, one of the most perhaps the lesser known things uh, uh, are, are that you can uh, add social actions to uh, uh, your uh, AdSense uh, ads if you, if you do any advertising campaigns on top of Google.com. Uh, and you can add plus one buttons to your ads and link those to your Google Plus page. Uh, I started and- seeing that recently. I thought that was really cool. Yeah, that's It's a lot like powerful. what you see on Facebook, right? I mean, it, it shows people in your network, right? Doesn't it? That somehow are like sharing or liking the ads. I thought I saw something like that yeah. recently. And and the powerful part of that is that you can link the uh, you can link that ad to a Google Plus page so that the plus one on it, the numbers and the people who have plus one that uh, ad are the same people that plus one your uh, Google Plus page. So it automatically immediately gives an audience to that ad that people are seeing. These people have endorsed this ad uh, when rally is the it's the Google Plus page. So it's a little uh, social proof kind of stuff going on there. Yeah, definitely. So um, just 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 in case uh, you're at a computer, it's google.com and then the pl- slash and then the plus sign, not P-L-U-S, and then another slash business. So google.com slash plus sign slash business. Um, Jesse, this has been really awesome. You are a serious man, a deep well of knowledge when it comes to Google Plus. If people want to learn more about about your latest books and you, Jesse, where would you send them? I would suggest going to jessestay.com. That will take you to uh, basically my blog, or, or but a homepage on my blog for uh, what I do and what, what I'm, I'm up to most lately. Jesse Stay, the expert in the world of social media, not just Google+, but Facebook as well. Thank you so much for taking some time out of your day today to, to speak to my audience. It's my pleasure, Michael. I appreciate it. Wow. You definitely can tell that Jesse knows his stuff when it comes to Google+. This guy has invested enormous amount of time in Google+, and really does understand what the benefits are. I hope you will give it a chance if you've abandoned Google+. And if you're there already active, I hope you've discovered some new tips. I would uh, encourage you to leave your feedback about your experience with Google+, and any other feedback you have for this show at our show notes page which is at socialmediaexaminer.com slash six. The number six, socialmediaexaminer.com slash six. Be sure to check out Jesse's latest book, Google Plus Marketing for Dummies, if you want to dig a lot deeper. This does bring us to the end of another episode of the Social Media Marketing Podcast. I am your host, Michael Stelzner, and I just want to say thank you so much for investing the time that you do every week in this show. If you like this show, a great way to encourage me would be to go over to iTunes and give us a rating and and a review of what you think about the show. If you think it's a great show, give us a five-star rating. We would absolutely love that. Not only does it encourage me to continue to do this show, but it helps other people discover the Social Media Marketing Podcast. I hope you make the absolute best out of your day and may social media continue to change your world. The Social Media Marketing Podcast is a production of Social Media Examiner.
If you're like so many fellow marketers and creators and entrepreneurs, you're probably wondering, how do I put AI to work? Well, be sure to listen to the AI Explored podcast, a new show from Social Media Examiner, hosted by yours truly, Michael Stelzner. Again, check out the AI Explored podcast.